Preach all the preach. anymore I was happy to die at 27 I was happy to finish that was it nothing or nobody could bring me back not my wife and kids didn't care didn't care about nothing every day I woke up I just wanted to die it's just it's a crazy way to be but only people who understand like who's been through depression and all that sort of stuff will understand what I'm saying and when you're so down and every day you wake up even if it's sunshine and it's gray and you're negative all the time and you push everybody away and you just want to be left alone like in a dark corner and left alone if you had your arm chopped off and you, people could see it and they know you've got an, a proper injury. But with you being mentally unwell, you can't see in someone's brains. So I could be, be here now and I look okay, but I could be hearing voices in my mind or I could be going back and forth with my own self. I, I don't know, it's one of the worstest things that I've ever experienced, like being punched in the face or grueling training or whatever has happened to me in my life. Nothing could ever compare with mental health struggles. See no sunshine. All I see was moonlight today. Wake up when the night falls. I just let the stars guide my way. I don't see no sunshine. All I see was moonlight today. Wake up when the night falls. I just let the stars guide my way. We regret to inform you. Your childhood has expired. I went to Starbucks the other day, and the young girl at the window where you pay said I had a really cool phone case. And I just said thank you. You know, I took the photo that's on my phone case. It's an FYOP, you know, it's my brand's phone case uh, that I had made and my little FYOP pop socket. She asked me if I'm the type of person who puts stickers on everything. And I said, as long as they're my stickers, she said, within seven seconds of a fucking conversation, she says, I made double amputee and I put stickers on my legs. Now, my first thought was, well, I'm going to be extra nice to her because she doesn't have legs. Then my second thought was why the fuck am I treating her any differently? She's still a regular person. She has fake legs. She can still walk. She's probably just fucking killing it. My third, and quite possibly most important thought, was, do you know those guys who just jump straight to fucking? They don't do anything else. They don't flick nips. They don't do anything. They literally just want to fuck you within two seconds of laying in that cushy bed with you. She's that type of person in a conversation. I say that to say this. She literally told me within seven to ten seconds of me paying for my Starbucks coffee that she was missing both legs. Now, we could have talked about anything 
for the two minutes that I was at the window. And she told me immediately, hey man, I don't have any legs. Do I fault her for this? Of course not. That is probably the most interesting thing about her. And that's pretty fucking interesting. Because I wanted to go, well, hey, how'd you lose the legs? And I have a feeling she wasn't going to say an alligator bit them both off. Or do you know the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Well, I lived it, motherfucker, but got away. I'm sure it was more like I had cancer. And now your fucking day and my fucking day are both ruined. Here's your fucking coffee, you throat-tatted piece of shit. Thanks for making me talk about my cancer. But really, she's the one who brought up her cancer. She's the one who told me all about it. She could have lied. She could have told me that an alligator bit off both her legs. She's the one that chose not to. Okay? She's the one that chose to go that path. And I chose to make up a whole backstory on this fucking no-legged broad. She was actually a very sweet young girl. And she was very kind when she was talking to me. And I just thought it was fucking hilarious how within 10 seconds... I learned she's got no real leg to stand on. Anyway, guys, enjoy the fucking show. (laughs) This fake ass laugh. Give me some water. I'm thirsty. Bitch, you're beautiful. here with Travis, who is the host of It's Funny to Say That podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 41 of It's Funny You'd Say That podcast. Travi Pie here. I am recording this at 4.35 p.m. Normally, I'm recording this motherfucker late at night, but not the case right now. What I'm doing right now is recording it when I have the time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So, anyway, uh, how was your guys' week? Because Chiravi Pie is once again exhausted. Um, But I got a microphone, and I did not want a big microphone. I just wanted just a little bit of a microphone. And uh, I was on Amazon, and I'm like, you know what? I'm sure I could find one on here. Because I didn't want one that plugged into the computer. Because I don't use a computer to record these. I wanted one that would plug into my phone. Of course, I'm lucky I had one of those little adapters. The adapters that when the first iPhone that stopped having the fucking headphone jack, yeah, they had those little adapters that either came with the phone or that you could buy. Doesn't really fucking matter. Am I right, guys? Any hoozle. So, I got a microphone. I just recorded. So, here, hey, you know what? Little inside thing here. So, when I record my podcasts, do you know how when you listen to them, I have some drops. Sometimes I throw a clip of a song in there that has to do with something I'm talking about or the way I'm feeling. I have like fucking three of those in a row today before the heavy, the, the main part of this goddamn podcast. Well, 
I record that first part I always do, I like to throw a little jokey joke right at the beginning, okay? Get you interested, make you feel like you're having fun. So I like to throw that right at the front. But I always record it first, and then I listen back, make sure it sounds good, because it's usually a couple minutes at tops, you know what I mean? And then I go on to this part. So I used it for the first part as well, and I had it clipped right above my head. Right now, it's like kind of directly across from me uh, on my mirror, but I had it above my head. And I'll be honest with you, there's a couple parts where my voice is kind of a little powerful and don't know if that's great or not, but I loved the fucking joke I made in those couple minutes with the, the fucking punchline at the end. That I'm so proud of. Guys, it's one of my favorite jokes I've ever done. Okay? It's one of them. But anyway, uh, but I put it across for me now and recorded a little part and listened to it. And I think it sounds better. So we're going to do this episode. We're going to decide, guys, if this fucking mic is working out for Travi or not. Do you know what I want to talk about right off the bat? Well, it was that. Now it's this. So, I follow my wife's page and a bunch of other stuff that kind of like will occasionally post, you know, astrological sign stuff. Well, when I see those posts that have a certain person and like, okay, how do I explain this? Okay, so this was the post, okay? It was the astrological signs. And then with each astrological sign, it had a, like, you know, a horror movie. You know what I mean, character? Well, you know what? Let me just give you, give you an example right off the brim. I was scrolling Instagram the other day, saw a post. It was a bunch of horror movie heroes. You know, like Chucky, Ghostface from Scream, Freddy Krueger, the real heroes of the movies. With astrological signs below each picture and I'm like these are so fucking stupid and I scrolled on by then I had that feeling I'm like well uh, I mean well it is stupid but I mean who do I got you know what I mean like who what what horror movie character goes with my sign you know what I mean is it someone cool Cause I mean, I could go check it. I could go check it out. So, you know, I did, you know how thumbs work. So I, I went the other way with my thumb, scrolled right back up to it, checked that pic, you know, checked it out. And I'm looking at the post and I'm like, well, I'm an Aquarius. So I look and, you know, jigsaw, um, you know, it's jigsaw. And, uh, thought to myself, well, I mean, I would have liked Ghostface or Chucky or something, or I, I like... I like Jason or Michael Meyer, just, you know, any of those. But, I mean, Jigsaw's cool. Uh, and it wasn't actually Jigsaw. It was the fucking doll uh, that's on the bicycle. He doesn't even talk. I mean, he talks, but come on, that's not him. That's not his real voice. Um, but, I mean, so that's why I, I got I got Jigsaw. Still stupid. But, I mean, the movies are fun and stuff. So, I mean, you know, I guess it's kind of good that I went back. I mean, I wouldn't have known, guys. I wouldn't have known that part about me. That I'm jigsaw 
because I'm Aquarius. Guys, do you realize that I would have never known that if I didn't use my thumb in the opposite way that I was using it and then used my eyes in the way they're meant to be used, which is to see beautiful things all over? And I saw this artwork that someone made where they pasted a picture of the fucking doll on a bike right above Aquarius. And I thought, wow, I would have never known this about me if I didn't scroll back. And they say, never go backwards. The past is behind you. Well, guess what, fuckfaces? Jigsaw. So, you know, there's that. So, Bran at work, uh, we were, I was talking to him the other day. He was talking about when he first started work. And one of the things, and I don't do this to be a dick, I swear. I do this because it's who the fuck I am. I'm sorry, but it's who I am, okay? I don't talk to new people very much when they start at jobs. I talk to them as much as I need to. I give them information that may, you know, be needed. Um, but I, yeah, when I was talking to Bryn the other day, uh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what, Bryn? I think there's a reason. Like, okay, he did it the right fucking way. He read the room and he left me alone which is my number one request in fucking life is to leave me the fuck alone. So he left me alone until I talked to him. And now he's one of my favorite fucking people I've ever worked with. Ever. At any fucking job I've ever had. He is one of my favorites. He legitimately hasn't done anything. We've, I was going to say to piss me off. Uh, I think we've both been slightly irritated with each other uh, just a few times only because we're so exhausted. Fucking Friday night, okay, was the first night in God knows how long that we actually had a shot of getting off on time. <sighs> when I tell you I have zero faith that I did anything right in the last three and a half hours of work I tell you what a random truck showed up that Brent unloaded and then Brent had to load another one and then finish tossing some paper you know because I work in a paper warehouse told you this before guys so he went so fast that I was very proud of him I told him I was like hey man Oh, fuck, what did I say? I said something like, hey, man, uh, you know how um, normally it'd be like, hey, you know, you know, slow it down a little, be careful, whatever. I'm like, go as fast as you want. Just go as fast as you want. But just please don't knock any fucking pallets of paper over because I don't want to pick them up. Okay? So he didn't. But there is one hanging off a fucking stack right now. And I feel kind of bad because we didn't fix it. We got out at 8.35 or something like that. We are usually off between 11.30 and fucking 1 o'clock. 
And I'm like, I'm not doing anything for anyone else. I'm pulling all of my orders and I'm getting the fuck out of here. And that's what we did. So the whole point I was getting at though is Tony, Tony too many words, you know, the, the, the kind nickname I gave him, uh, What's funny is Tony Too Many Words and Cranky Cameron, they both quit. Cameron tried to come back, uh, and they would not have him back. He burnt the bridge there, and then he thought he could just walk on that bridge. Hey, man, it's not one of those little fire paths where you become a man because you walked on it. No, motherfucker, you threw the gasoline on the bridge. You lit it on fire. You bragged about it to everyone there. And then you go, uh, hey, man, um, so the other job uh, isn't working out. The job that I bragged about getting that I thought was going to be way better. And it, actually, I have to work more hours and I have to work graveyard and I'm really unhappy here. And, you know, I didn't realize how good I had it before. But, you know, I, and I know I mistreated you. But, hey, could I come back? Hey, man. 100% no. Now, this is one of those things where it's like, uh, would I have mind, like, minded him coming back? Not as a driver. I would not have wanted him on my fucking shift because he's fucking horrible to work with, like, right with you because he uh, just talks down to everyone. It just it has a terrible attitude. Um, but when I see him just a little bit throughout the day, I enjoy him. He's, he's very funny. And, uh, you know, it, uh, he's fun to talk to, um, when he's in a good mood, you know, but, uh, I just couldn't believe that he wanted to come back after just trashing the entire fucking company. It blew my fucking mind. Uh, but what's funny is he and Tony left and they were on my shift when I first showed up. And now again, I'm lead on the shift and I have one person below me and, um, we tired babies. But anyway, uh, right after, they give everyone raises. And they gave me a $1,000 bonus. They're fucking trying hard. And it's, I don't know, um, it's just it's just so funny to me that they would quit and then good shit would happen. Why did I bring them up in the first place? Oh, there's a yawn. I might cut that out. I don't know. Hold on. Ready? Let's see. If I cut it out, uh, this part won't be in. So we'll go, um, why did I Why did I bring them up in the first place? And then I got nothing else. Anyway, I don't know why I brought them up in the first place. Uh, but we can move on. I Oh, wait. Never mind. I remember. Ha, 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 ha. Anyway, so one of the problems people have with me is they, they will constantly talk shit about me that I won't talk to them or that I'm in a bad mood or that I'm just quiet and everything. And then there's days where I'm so fucking loud and obnoxious and spouting off jokes and visiting slam city and it's super fun, but that's not me all the time. And people don't seem to understand that when I tell them, Hey, Travi pie likes to be left alone. That's how that works. I don't really know what to tell you, but Travi Pie likes to be left alone. I 
<laughs> I realize I'm fucking insane uh, the way my brain works because I'm doing shit like telling people that they need to just, can you just please leave me alone? Stop fucking trying to relate to me. Basically, stop trying to have human interaction with me. And, like, it made me realize that, and Tori said this must be, like, a trauma, like, thing, because, um, I've gone to great lengths to be left alone. Did I just say alone? Alone. Uh, I've ruined relationships with people I care about because I wasn't getting enough alone time. I worked harder at jobs and won't take breaks because I want to work alone. At one of my other jobs, they're like, well, you'll need uh, someone to detail, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I could do it by myself. And they're like, no, because we need someone constantly on the machine. And if you're by yourself, then you can't do it. And I was like, no, no, it's cool. And I would work harder so I could work by myself. I think a lot of it has to do with um, not feeling like I could depend on anyone growing up. And so I did, like, anytime I felt anything, I just kept it to myself. Anytime I wanted to talk about anything, I basically just didn't talk to anyone about it. I didn't really trust talking to my friends about it because I felt like they wouldn't care, even though I'm sure that's not fucking true. And, uh, you know, but I would go to great lengths to be alone. And then I'm like, okay, well, now I'm so alone, I'm feeling lonely. Now I need people. And I've already pushed them all away. So, I don't know, guys. Um... Yeah, that doesn't matter. Anyway, let's talk about something else. Uh, so, yeah, like I was thinking about this. It almost feels unfair that I didn't have a kid until I was 30. You know what I mean? And Alistair wasn't planned, but we had him nonetheless. And I fucking lo- He was so goddamn cute today, guys. Holy shit. He was being so fucking rad and he was being so fun. We were wrestling on the ground, and I was taking him, and I was, like, throwing him this way to my left, and he'd be like, more, and I would fucking throw him to the right, and he'd be like, more, and I just kept fucking, we kept doing that shit, and then he uh, he climbed on my back, and I'm walking around the living room on all fours uh, like a fucking bull, and then I got nervous that I was going to buck him off, and he'd hit his head on the fucking wood floor, and uh, got skosh nervous, so plopped him down, and then fucking held him on my back, and then stood up like on my knees and he jumped off. Anyway, not the point, but can I just say he's at his most fun. Like when I'm like, he's at his most fun now and I'm working long hours. I barely have time during the week to have fun with him. And then I'm exhausted on the weekends. (laughs) You know, I'm trying to do a bunch of stuff all at once. And I have this adorable rad little guy, this little fucking fella I got that I always feel like I don't give enough to, but I do give enough to him. I just, I know I could give him more and that's the problem, but he's part of the reason why I work so much so he can live more comfortably than I did as a kid because something kids don't comprehend is that shit costs money. So when they like things like a fucking Spider-Man toy, Mommy and daddy gots to have money to buy it for you because daddy doesn't steal shit anymore. 
Okay, those days are behind him. If I didn't have money, would I probably steal something from my son? Unfortunately, but I don't intend to. But he, uh, I just bought him a PJ Mask toy, and it's Romeo's Lab, bro. It's a whole big one. It's got the fucking thing. He pushes the button, shoots it. All this stuff. It's got a little conveyor belt. It's rad as fuck. And that dude has been amped. I tell you what. So fucking amped. And I don't know. It's just, it's very fucking, it's like, it's really cool being a dad, but it feels unfair at times that I didn't know that I would be this happy with a kid at a younger age, you know? Like, I wasted so much time at a young age just doing nothing, and we I didn't even go, I had a ton of experiences, and then there was like a fucking huge chunk where I didn't do shit. Like, I didn't go to concerts anymore. I uh, went to New York, but that was the last time I went anywhere, and um, yeah, I could have just spent so much time doing other things that I'm now trying to get my son to a point where he can do things with me, you know? Oh my God, I bought dumbbells. I bought a 30-pound dumbbell and a 15-pound dumbbell. And I was working out in my living room. Um, and my son had watched on on YouTube this fucking video of like this cartoon character working out or something. And so he comes over, he's like trying to take the 15 pound dumbbell. He's like stronger, please. Like he was trying to, he said, he calls it stronger. He's like stronger, please. And, uh, I gave, I like, like gave it to him, but I held it with both of my hands. And then like, we curled it together and I swear, dude, come on guys. That was the official first time my son and I worked out together. I know it's kind of not really, but guess fucking what? Yes, it is. It warmed my mother fucking heart. I'm like, one, he's going, what? Uh, two. And I know he wasn't even struggling that hard. He just saw it like that on the show. So that's why he was doing it. But yeah, he's sitting there fucking curling this 15 pound dumbbell. And, uh, I just loved it because he's like stronger, please, please. Like, Oh my God. It just fucking, it made my heart feel so fluttery guys. Then I thought about, you see this just beautiful baby boy, you know, And they start out so innocent. And as a parent, you get to witness this beautiful little thing chip away. Now, this is going to feel a little grim, guys. But you watch this beautiful baby boy, innocent, doesn't fucking hate people. He just is a rad little guy. Chip away. Now, he's nowhere near chipped right now. But my mom was telling me a conversation about my niece who was fucking smoking weed in the bathroom with Tori's niece at school and all this other shit. And I'm just like, fuck. 
Like, it got me so bummed out. It really did. Because I'm like, someday my son might be the kid smoking pot in the fucking bathroom. I don't care if my kid smokes weed. I'm 100% for the legalization of weed and 100% for people smoking it and 1,000% against having to smell that shit. It puts me in a fucking immediate rage. And it's because my dad used to smoke it in front of me as a child. And I saw what it did to a mood. When someone was grumpy, they'd smoke weed and it would it was the only thing that would like make them nicer. So I'm firmly against doing it myself. I have done it twice in my life when I was plastered drunk. Uh, my fucking quote-unquote friends got me to do it. And, you know, I just... I know he's going to do that shit. I hope he doesn't. I mean, it's not that I hope he doesn't because I think he should try it at a comfortable age to see if he likes doing it. Because, again, if he can smoke weed and it doesn't affect his life, I don't give a fuck. But just could you just wait till you don't live with me? And that's the fucking thing is I'm going to have to tell him, hey, man, I don't care if you smoke weed or not. Just, like... I have to stifle fucking, like, like, okay, here's what I do with him. If he's doing something that pisses me off or whatever, uh, I pretend like I don't even notice he's doing it, and he will lose interest in doing it. If I react in a loud manner, oh, he does it tenfold, and it fucking is insane, but I have to find a way to convince him say he goes to a fucking party when he's you know in high school or whatever he gets drunk he has no ride home I need him to feel comfortable enough to call me and yes I will be probably pissed and disappointed and frustrated but I don't want him to be unsafe I would rather control my fucking emotions and know my son is fucking safe and not dying in a fucking car accident like a couple people did when I was in high school. I've also been in a car accident. I've told you guys this. I was in a car accident with my friend. I wasn't driving and I was asleep in the seat next to him. I woke up to my arm out the window as we were rolling because we rolled on my side of the car. Which means every time this car slammed into the ground, saw Travi's side, I got fucked up. Uh, my buddy got a scratch on his arm, so I mean, you know, what's pulling glass out of my knuckle and neck and stapling my head shut and having broken car into my chest, you know what I'm saying, guys? Anyway, um, the whole point is I've been fucking just feeling it lately, you know, feeling it. That my fucking kid is not going to be a kid for what feels like not that much longer. And then I put myself back in check and I'm like, dude, he's almost fucking four. Okay? He'll be four next month. Chill the fuck out. You have plenty of time with this small, beautiful baby boy. And, uh, yeah, so that's been, uh, that's been killing old Travi Pie lately. And, uh, I don't know. I th- I, th- I think it'll be okay. Listen, I th- I don't know though. I really don't know. Um, 
know what's funny? Uh, when I'm at work, okay, so there's this, I drive a picker all day. If you don't know what that is, just Google it. Just Google warehouse cherry picker, and you should pretty much see what I drive around all day. I stand on it. It has forks coming out behind me and a big fucking front and everything, and it goes up and down. And uh, you're supposed to strap yourself in. Uh, Travi Pie doesn't wear straps because I work super fast, and the straps and safety get in my way. But anyway... So, I'm trying to calm it down. I'm getting too amped right now. I'm too excited. It's probably because it's during the day and I'm recording. So, I'm all fucking hyped. <sighs> I've seen way too many movies about inanimate, inanimate objects. Jesus Christ. Like cars or other things. Uh, that I start to feel really bad. if I that, that I like use the machine that I use at work. I start to feel bad because I used to use another one for, you know, a long fucking time. And then I stopped using it because we got a brand new one. And I started using the brand new one. And then I st- I would drive past the old one and I'm just like, like, not looking at it like it's an X. I'm just like, don't act like you just, uh, just act like you don't see him. No, 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 it's fine. No, 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 it's fine. No, it's fine. No. I know they look haggard. It's fine. You're way better looking than they are. But let's just pretend like we don't even fucking see them. Then the other day, I got on it and I went to go plug it in because fuckface supervisor likes to leave the fucking machines out when he leaves. But anyway. So I got on it. And I'm, I'm literally driving it from one side of the warehouse to the other. And I'm sitting there talking to it. I'm like, hey, I know it's been a long time. My bad. You know what I mean? It's just we got a new machine. You know, I mean, you were great for the time I needed you, but you know, I had to move on. I had to use this other machine now, and I'm really sorry. I'm gonna plug you in though, and you're gonna be you're gonna feel whole. You're gonna feel heavy. You know what I mean? In a way, it's kind of like I'm taking you to dinner right now because you're gonna feel full, and um, I'm not covering the tab, and I'm uh, walking out the back door, and we're never gonna see each other again. And that's basically what happened. So you know what I mean? Uh, speaking of food, my relationship with food, I realized is like that of a physically abusive relationship. When everything goes well, I feel great. And, uh, I want more, I want more food. You know what I mean? When I'm feeling wonderful, when I'm feeling dandy and fucking dapper, I want treats. I want food. I want whatever you can shove in my fucking mouth. I'm like dibs on all of it. And then I eat it. I overeat, which is the story of my waistband. And I feel like shit, and I get resentful and swear I'll leave and never come back, only to walk in with a black eye and a fat gut, and I go, give me some more treats. Because I had a good day today, and I want to feel something. And I've never figured out why I use food to feel. But I got a few thoughts on the matter that I'm not even going to share with you. If I ever write a book about my life, the title of it is going to be The Positive Side to Hating All of You. You know what I mean? Isn't that great? Yeah, I feel like it's great. Um, 
I meant to do this at the beginning of the fucking podcast and it would have been funnier. But now I'm just going to do it because I already fucking told uh, Elisa I would and now I'm irritated that I didn't. Anyway, shout out to Elisa, bombastic. I'm just going to do that every fucking podcast, guys. Um, so <laughs> she had Babak on. Pretty sure that's how you pronounce his name. And he's so fucking funny. He just fucking says it. Just says it how it is. And uh, I can't get enough of it. It's very funny. Uh, but I wanted to ask Babak what he thought of my podcast. And then, and then what is wrong with it? It should never happen. It's just I know. Okay, well that hurts. Anyway, so um, yeah, yeah, guys. Um, what else? Is there anything else? You know what? Let me go in my notes and see if there was anything from my last fucking episode that I didn't talk about. Um, I still want to record a fucking commercial for my um. Only felons. I just think that would be fucking hilarious. Um, hmm. You know what? Fuck it. Uh, I don't really think I have anything else. Um, okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go. I fucking, yeah, I hope you, hope you guys have a good one. Uh, shout out to FYLP. Uh, shout out to only felons, of course, shout out to my gorgeous, beautiful wife and her brand, uh, Holistic reserve. And, um, yeah, fuck. Yeah, guys, this was a fun fucking episode. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, I should probably start fucking recording during the day because I have way more fucking energy if you can't tell. And I'm just a going and a going. Okay. So anyway, uh, Hey guys. You came in. You said hello to Travi Pie. You sat down at his table. You were like, hey, why don't you cut me off a fucking fat slice of Travi Pie right now? And there's plenty to go around. Let's dive right in. And here we are at the end of our dinner. And all I've got to say to you is the bill has come. And what's the cost? Preach all the preach. You just got saved by the bell, bitch! Graham, babe.